So a little came from like a from necessity really. Like I never really set out to to start a studio. It's, it's, it's a bit pricey to make a bell, by the way. Because we get a lot of people asking us, oh, where are you going to get a feature bell? Like, I know, I just don't have like 200 million in my back pocket just to make Yeah, we once released uh, the, the teaser that we did for Soul. Yeah. And people just started roasting the character's feet. You know, and that's, 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 that's so specific. Come on, guys, it's a feat. So I guess that's the point that I Some of them got really depressed. Yeah. Like depression, yeah. like actual depression. <laughs> I'm just a dude, man. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, so I wasn't a great A student, by the way. <laughs> I wasn't, I was Came like. Out the map. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I struggled. Exactly. I'll pay you. I ain't mad about that. It's great seeing you again, man. Last, Thanks, man. <laughs> when did I last see you? Um, 2018. 2018. That was the last time. <laughs> and we had a, a pretty fantastic conversation. It was. I mean, like, I just feel like, you know, we're both onto something. Yeah. And it's like every time yeah. we meet. And we do it talk on... Vibes. Yeah, we do talk online. But rarely as well. Rarely, but, you know, it's like we're on a, we're on a journey. And um, it was great that you uh, chose to have this interview again. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's nearly half a decade later. I, I'm, I'm half sure some things have changed. So, you know, um, COVID is that I, I, I definitely would have seen you last year at Com Exposed. Definitely would have seen you again there. But we were there because because it happened online. Yeah. But I mean, seeing you. Oh, you see, know, yeah, 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 yeah. Zoom that's call not... vibes and, and yeah, just <laughs> having that, that it's, stuff it's just different. taken away from us is and it, it, it's crazy. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad you you made time for me like this uh, i'm sure it's a pleasure <laughs> it's a pleasure i'm sure people no who are watching yeah. this are gonna are gonna be glad as well but you know i know you i think i know you pretty well mm -hmm. but you know the people who are watching this really don't know you as much so you know i would say who is pious nino I'm just a dude, man. <laughs> not, not the humble version. Not the humble version. I know, like it's always a difficult question. You know, I, I'm an animator. Yeah. More so, I'd say I'm a storyteller. Yeah. And I tell stories through animation. At the core of it, you know, before we start talking about, oh, I do this and that and that. I'm just a storyteller. I love telling stories and animation is what I do. We're actually having that same conversation with, um, with uh, like uh, one of the, the senior guys here in terms of like, who, who are you? Why do we do animation? Yeah. And we thought of that and they were like, wait, we do animation because we have stories to tell. So like, how do we want to tell the stories? Do we want to film? Do we want to do, we want to do 2D animation? Do we want to do 3D animation? Yeah. So I guess basically core, at the core of it, um, just a guy telling stories through animation. Yeah, that is fantastic, right? But then that becomes more interesting because of where we are, where it's mm, yeah. And so there's not very many people like Pius in here. <laughs> so, you know, the thing that comes to my mind then is like, when did you know you, you wanted to become an animator? And, and maybe how did you know you wanted to become an animator? I knew that I wanted to do 
Okay, I'll say make cartoons. Yeah. At a very early age. Because I loved cartoons. I mean, like, you you after school rushing, you know, yeah. and, and, and <laughs> cartoons and all that stuff. Yeah. But something that, that always intrigued me is how the hell do they make them? You know, how the hell do you make a drawing movie? Yeah. That's what I found interesting. But I didn't know it was called animation. Of course. But I knew that it was interesting. <laughs> Whichever way they're doing it, I know there's some weird technology. And as I got older and in high school, I discovered it's called animation. You know, I was like, all right, cool. But it seemed like a weird, distant thing. You know, because yeah. not a lot of people were talking about animation in Zim back exactly. in 2007. At least that I know. <laughs> you know, and. Um, and we didn't really have the internet like that back then. It wasn't. Like, it was kind of there. <laughs> yeah. But not like it is now. Yeah, like very few people had it. It was like having DSTV. Remember how fancy DSTV was? Early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like um, we didn't have that. So you didn't even know where to find this information. But I remember reading it in a magazine. It was like, oh, so that's a thing that you could actually do. Yeah. And um, I got older, you know, and by the time I graduated high school, I knew that this could be a profession that you would do because we used to have like these DVDs, the original DVDs, and you watch yeah. it behind the scenes. And yeah. So I'm like, yeah, so people, actual that old people do that. But I didn't know where to, where, where to study it. So, you know, I, but by, by the time I was 16, I already knew that I wanted to make cartoons. Yeah. My family thought I just loved cartoons, I didn't want to grow up. But really, yeah. I already made up my mind by, by that time, you know. That this so, is what I'm going to do. Yeah, but I'll say I started. I I I knew I wanted to make cartoons when I was a kid, really as a kid. But I made my decision uh, in my late teens that I really wanted to do animation as a profession. Yeah. And um, you know, went to study art because like there was no animation school here. To, yeah. You know, and then was doing animation at home on the side. And but I've been but at home here we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about that study, the the studying aspect, because a lot of people would think. Um, I'm in Zim. There's no school teaching animation per se, mm. or if there is now, it's it's still one of those things that you still have to convince your parents. And mm. so, did you were you in Zim or did you leave Zim and then come back? How did that process work? Where you've left high school now and you're forging this path that you've decided to walk? Never left Zim soil for animation. Man. Never. Ah. Yeah. I mean. You can go to school. I guess that's the age-old question that a lot of people ask. Like, should I go to school? Yes, yeah. definitely. If you have the means to go to school, go. If you don't have the means, there's YouTube. You know, um, I personally didn't leave Zim. I damn near wanted to. I I uh, applied to Art Institute of Kansas City. Yeah. And I got accepted. But the tuition was just insane. I didn't even tell my parents until, like, after... After like three, four years, I was like, "Oh, I actually got into art in Kansas City," and um, like, "Oh, what happened?" I was like, "Oh, that was like four years ago." <laughs> yeah, like I wasn't gonna give you a heart attack by yeah. just telling you how much it was yeah. gonna cost. And you know, that's something that would really like break your parents because they yeah. want you to go there, but yeah. they can't afford to say. Yeah, you so, know, just the pressure is. Yeah, I didn't tell them. But what I found quite quite a, interesting was the fact that I got accepted. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, so I could actually go." Yeah, but I was already studying art at another poly, and uh, I was. Also, you're a poly guy. 
I'm That's poly guy, the, down to the core. <laughs> yeah, what's up, Garashiri? People won't pick that up when they hear you speak. You've got this, I know, you've right? got this thick accent, this almost American accent. Like, On air, right? Let me, let me tell you the <laughs> truth. Uh, so my, my brother, when we were watching some footage of you speak, uh, preparing for this, yeah. he was like, is this guy, did he leave Zim? I'm like, this guy has been Nah, born and raised. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a heartbreaking story. <laughs> Heartbreaking, but it's a conversation we're gonna have on another day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but yes, this this poly guy. Yeah, I'm a poly guy. You know, went to another poly. Um, so that's where you're doing art. I was I was doing art. Okay. Yeah, and then from there, I was doing animation on the side. You know, at home, and um, pretty much like pre-internet days, like you said. Yeah, it was really difficult, but we kind of made it work as, as as a bunch of friends in class. Yeah, please talk me through that because I'm trying to figure out. Because the moment you said YouTube, I I don't even think I knew it existed in 2007 because <laughs> I was pretty young as well. But yeah, <laughs> like it was, it was weird. Like, I have a friend named Josh. He's actually one of the environment artists here. Yeah. He was doing 3D, and I had a passion for for 3D, but I just didn't know where to find this. And we 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 had software that we were sharing. Yeah. And, um, you know, we started sharing the software in, in class and yeah. we were quite amazed at, at what we could do. And internet was just starting to become a thing, kind of. Yeah. But before that, we had like these DVDs that his friend had given us. Oh. It was like four gigabyte. That one was the cream of all the <laughs> tons of resources that I... It was like just one DVD that had... That had talks with with the professionals and stuff like that, yeah. and I'd like, watch that over and over. And from the seminars that they would have, I'd pick up stuff from there and I started doing all, all this stuff and with yeah. the boys in class. Um, but it seemed like at that time I was the most driven in terms of animation. Yeah, we were studying art at school, but on the side as boys, we were also doing animation. animation. Yeah, so I, I actually argue that when I graduated art. Um, at Poly, I actually graduated as an animator too, yeah. because like by that time I was already getting freelance jobs. Oh, yeah, for yeah, for three D, you know, that's and great. it was it was it was great because I was actually getting paid and it, I was turning the thing into money. You know, I was actually doing less what I studied for <laughs> and more animation. Yeah, and then after that, I went to Ziva. I think like a year after, um, and I was Ziva being do... the Zimbabwean Institute for oh, Visual Arts. Exactly, that's the okay. one. Yeah. And uh, I really, you know, because re they were teaching animation at that time, okay. but I was already doing uh, animation. So I went there, you know, because I wanted to get certified. Yeah. I figured, you know, I should get certified. So I went there because I wanted to get certified. I remember showing my, my showreel and the instructor that was there at that time, his soul rest in peace, uh, David Creighton. Yeah. He saw the work and was like, dude, you know, you're, you're amazing, man. Like, <laughs> why, why do you want to study here? And I was just like, you know, there's something that I probably don't know that I might get from an actual institute that teaches animation. But when I got there, you know, I, I did learn new, uh, the industry standard program yeah. called Autodesk Maya. Yeah. So it wasn't total, you know. It wasn't but, a waste of time. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. But yeah. I noticed that the, 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 the learning process was very slow for me. And <laughs> yeah. it was very slow because I would do like a two-month assignment in one <laughs> night. You know, it wasn't because I was bragging. Uh, but but you had already put I'd in already those hours. put in all those hours. So like modeling true, something that others were starting was so You had skin in the game. <laughs> I was already in the game, yeah. So but I didn't rob out. Mm. So to go back to your question about like 
you know, do you need to go to school? Definitely you do. If you got the money, please do. If you don't, look, there's tons of resources on the internet True. to teach you that. True. Yeah. Basically, that's uh, how I got how here. You, that's yeah. fantastic. But you know, like, one of the the important things you, you said there, and, and I think something that people um, won't realize, be it uh, an animator looking to you and saying, damn, this is the holy grail, this is where we want to go, mm. or just someone who's got a, a craft of whatever craft they have, there's this syndrome where you look at someone's end product, but someone won't understand that you were grinding, we said since 2007, maybe even before that, right? Yes. And we're in 2021, that's yes. nearly, that's what, a decade and a half of yeah. work, 14 years of work. Being and broke and hungry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like a lot of sacrifice. Yeah. But then people see, people have conversations with almost what, of course, you're not like the finished product, mm. but now you can stand with titans and be like, this is my work, right? Yeah. And people get so intimidated, but these things take like a lot of effort and, and sweat and tears. Mm. Another aspect I'll be super intrigued to hear is what was the situation with family like? Like, did you have to convince them or you were, fortunate, you were fortunate enough to have a family that would let you walk your own path? I was, I was part of the, I was one of the lucky ones, really. Because like like I said like I already knew that I wanted to do cartoons yeah. ever since I was I was a, I was a kid <laughs> you know so when I came up with that whole idea because I actually flunked my O's you know it wasn't because I wasn't studying yeah it was because I wasn't studying <laughs> I flunked and my old man when they saw my results they saw math English you know and, and all that stuff he knew that it was so he just asked me like dude what do you want to do. And I was like, you know, I want to do art. I was like, yeah. I mean, he knew that I was really an artist. So yeah. it wasn't like a tough deci decision for him. So I repeated um, with the idea that I'm going to do art. I hadn't told him I want to do animation. I told him I want to do art. Mm -hmm. So my family was quite supportive. You know, I went and I didn't repeat. I kind of repeated because I supplemented. Ah, to get okay. more um, to get the required number. yeah so i wasn't a grade a student by the way because yeah. <laughs> i wasn't i was Came like out the mud. <laughs> yeah yeah i struggled but my old man was just like yo do what you gotta do so yeah. what do you want to do after and uh, i went and enrolled at the poly like i said and um i knew that i wanted to be to do animation but at that time like i said i didn't know where to study so when I was there, my dad was really supportive. He didn't understand what I was doing. All he knew is like, the kid is doing art. Doing I something. don't know what I'm paying for because you do a lot of things when you're studying art. Sometimes you do life drawing. Sometimes you're doing pottery. Sometimes you're doing ah, this. Okay, yeah. So he didn't know. But he also knew Very that... Very different from being a doctor, isn't it? It's completely <laughs> different because one day you're pitching Kumba Nechi like a shell yeah and then you're drawing it and it's just like what are you doing <laughs> it's it's like, like, i don't know how is this guy going to survive yeah so i understand how some parents would think that is super weird yeah my, my family is super supportive oh that's great yeah man. so um, that's great but when, when i wanted to do when i started doing animation now and i was using the computer my old man actually thought i was doing architecture of some sort Ah, and when he discovered why, why, why was that is it the straight lines and the renders and whatnot <laughs> yeah it's because i was doing a lot of remember i told you i was getting paid yeah. i was doing a lot of architectural pivots you know oh. and stuff like that doing 3d so he thought that's what i'm so when i told him we're going to study animation 
He really didn't know what animation was, but it's just I'm just gonna pay for it. Yeah, and, and also it, it helps to be getting paid at that point as well. So exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. So like, okay, this could be a thing for real. Yeah. 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 So I was one of the fortunate ones to actually have a supportive family. Yeah. So yeah. That's fantastic, man. But for me, I, I really want us to like keep exploring these uh, formative years because animation as well is a scary one because when people think of it, they think of uh, I need to have a beastly PC or a beastly laptop. And we've had this conversation before. Mm. It wasn't like that for you. So how did you work around that? And you know, what did you start with? What was the base for you? You know, I didn't know better back then so i guess complacency was a blessing ignorance is bliss exactly <laughs> I, I i didn't know better so i was like i didn't know that i knew you needed a bigger computer yeah but i just worked with what i had because that's what i had yeah. so i was really playing around in that whole ignorance is bliss, is bliss thing so everything was quite for me I was just, i was just intrigued by the idea that i'm doing animation i didn't yeah. think about like also, my renders are going to take 20 hours and need more of this. I knew that you needed more RAM, but I also knew I didn't have the money. And I knew the computer was expensive. I was like, I'm just going to do the best that I can with this computer. So I really honed that whole idea of like, use what you have. And for me, like the first thing that I always try to remove was the idea of excuses. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, oh, I can't do this thing because I don't have this thing. But it's like, yeah, but what do you have? True. And what do you what do you have that's going to facilitate your journey to make it easy to get to, to what you have? Yeah. So it's it's true. When I started, I didn't have these beastly computers. The triple monitor setup. <laughs> I didn't have the triple monitor setup. It was like a dream. Yeah. You know, um, I think four. Because, yeah, the other one, the, the intern took it. I actually have like a drawing tablet that I have right here. So I have a four monitor, monitor setup. Yeah. But um, I just used what I had. And I slowly upgraded, and when I upgraded, I didn't notice it. So, like, I never, there was never really a point where I just thought, oh, I need more RAM, even though I did need it. Yeah. I was just like, all right, so what are going to do with what I have? And I rarely was I thinking of the, the, the hardware and, and stuff like that. Yeah. I was just thinking, yo, I need to make this thing. And then if it's going to take 20 hours, I remember I, I had a 20-hour <laughs> render, and when it was done, there was a mistake. After oh. 20 hours, so. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, so just use what you have, you know, that helps very much. Yeah, so, yeah, pretty much, uh, I hone the mantra, use what you have, man. No, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. And, and, and maybe moving away from the from the formative stuff now, so now you're like the studio lead at Alule Animation. Mm. Um, you know, what is Alule Animation? When did you guys start? And how did that come about? So, Alule came from like a, from necessity really like I never really set out to to start a studio you know remember I told you that I was already doing animation on the side right yeah but it got to a point where you know demand was getting like with, well, I was now getting overwhelmed Overwhelmed with work you know and I also understood that you need to seem seem bigger like I there's this uh, friend of mine who told me that look you need to seem bigger than you actually are never say i never say this always say we you know yeah. a friend of mine owns wisdom he has uh he owns what do you call what do you call that um cyrix branding 
Ah, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. he actually told me, like, yeah, I just never say I. Just always say we. We, us. You know, yeah, us. Like, you always say, I'm going to think about it, and this and, this and that. Yeah. So I call this, like, the puffer fish effect, because, you know, puffer fish inflates <laughs> to make itself look bigger. Yeah. So that's what I did. Like I was masquerading as I was like a big studio and stuff like this that. But guy, I was just like with, one scrawny little the, guy, the, you know, with and, the studio. Yeah, and, and I was saying, "Oh well, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna review the whole thing." And I come back here at home and just, hmm, <laughs> reviewing gonna, the whole thing, reviewing the whole thing. <laughs> but I guess like that really worked. Yeah, and. You know, coming up with the studio, you get to a point where you're not dealing with bigger clients. They want their tax clearance and all this stuff. And work, again, internally was not getting overwhelming. I was getting, like, three ads that I had to run simultaneously in production. Yeah. You need, I couldn't do it. And now you really needed a we. I really needed that we <laughs> to be, be a thing. And then yeah. you just get to a point where you're just like, do you know what? We have the guys. We have the name. Why don't we just make it official? Yeah. So... Technically, Alula has been on the ground for five years now, but as a studio, we just made three years on the 25th of, oh, it was African Day, actually. 25th of May? Yeah. Wow, that's, that's, when the, that's the, a very interesting, <laughs> yeah. that's an interesting one. <laughs> yeah, so we just turned three uh, just a couple of days ago as a nah, studio. Man, I'll say cheers to, to the half decade, because you told me five, so I'm running with five. Yeah, yeah, as a <laughs> Cheers to the, to the half decade, and... And so what, what are you guys focusing on? Are you guys uh, doing feature-length films or are you guys doing... You mentioned something about commercials, like ads yeah. getting overwhelming. What's your space right now? Or at least predominantly when the past three years, three to five years, as you, as you said, what has been your space? Adverts. Why? Well, first of all, I would say easy money. Oh, there's, not, there's never a word easy, but... <laughs> relatively. Relatively, you could get... Add your money, uh, financial stability in the advertising industry. Yeah. Because a simple transaction. Yeah. I offer a service, and then you give me money, and you do it in a very short space of time, and it also trained us to be faster and efficient, and it also helped us to. Ads also helped us to, to do a lot of R and D research and design in terms of animation, and because one of the biggest problems that we had was, finding artists. And so you had to find a half-baked artist and then you bring him to the studio and then through advertising and all that stuff, they'll get to yeah, actually practice, work more, yeah, work okay. more and then gain that experience. Yeah. So ads are very straightforward, you know, but obviously as a studio, like we're operating in, ad, in the ad, ad advertising space because of necessity. Yeah, you know, obviously we wanted to film. I know where your heart lies. <laughs> yeah, when it's, look, like, like I said, like I said, I'm a storyteller. Yeah, you know, one day I want to tell films. You know, talk about our people and all this stuff. So I don't know when that's gonna happen. Yeah, uh, but that's really where we wanna head to, man. That's the north star. That's the north star. Yeah, yeah, I hear yeah. You but right that. now we're pu- Doing all these ads and practice for when we get the when the, you get the feature film when we get the the chance to actually make. Since we're speaking about that, I will ask you: <laughs> Is there anything in the pipeline in terms of feature films? Because and I asked this because when I came here in twenty eighteen when we really? last had that conversation, you showed me some interesting concepts. Um, I've forgotten the name of it, but it was really like Afrocentric stuff and execute. It was, yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, the one with the snake? Is it the one? Yeah, that's execute. Okay, so that yeah, yeah. is the one. Wow, yeah, yeah. you do remember that. You showed me <laughs> that and and it really looked intriguing. I really love that. So Yeah. 
I mean, Executor's our baby. It's an internal little project that we yeah. started working on in 2017. And that was before the studio was like a thing. Yeah. And that was just about the time, actually. When it was about to be. Yeah, out. yeah. And it's a, it's a short film that's an opening to a bigger film that we wanted to make. And um, kind of ran out of budget, <laughs> as most filmmakers do. Yeah. We ran out of money. And then we had to make it work. And... We got to a point where we're like, all right, so we ran out of money here. Let's go yeah. back to the studio. So we have like all the stories in the pipeline that we hopefully would want to tell. And yeah. Execute being like our, when we get the chance to make the film, it is something that we have placed on pause uh, for obvious yeah. financial reasons. It's, yeah. it's a bit pricey to make a film, by the way, because we get a lot of people asking us, oh, where are you going to get a feature film? Yeah. Like, yeah. I know, I just don't have like 200 million in my back pocket just to make the film. Just to make the film. Again. Yeah, but you know, I'm quite positive because like the strides that we, the things that we were able to achieve in the in a very short space of time, gets me to be very optimistic. Yeah, I guess. yeah. And, and so when I was researching this, um, I felt a a different level of respect for you because I've always seen your work, right? Mm. And but because uh, they were ads, I always wondered what the ceiling was uh, with them being ads. Whereas mm. we've had the story about uh, telling long, longer stories to right, feature films yeah. and whatnot. We've had that conversation a couple of times. And then uh, I saw an interview where you were saying um, you were nominated uh, for a couple of two of your ads. I think got nominated yeah, for yeah, awards at a won. French. They actually won. Yeah, like uh, we have like Angoma Award, the one here, and then there was another one that we collaborated with. Um, actually, the two that we did yeah. actually won, um, and then the other one. Which that we, ones? Geez, <laughs> geez, we've done a lot. <laughs> we've, done, we've done a lot, but I think that's the very first one that we did for Stuart Bank, the Zamazama one, and oh. the second one was the one that followed after with the pregnancy one. I don't know if you've seen that one. I, I saw the Stuart Bank one, not the Pregnancy one. Yeah, and that one actually won. And then there's another one collaborated with uh, Shift Engage. I didn't see that. There were actually two of them, actually, with the, with the bird that was falling and burning yeah. from uh, the stratosphere. And then there was a Lobos one with Angus. Yeah, that was, yeah they were That's a fantastic Yeah, they were actually nominated for, for Louis, I think. I think Brat and... Brett and all the Shift Engage team would would um, would, know, would, would, would correct me exactly, <laughs> yeah. yeah, because um, we collaborated with, with us and they were pushing that that side. But you know, it was kind of like a pat on the back that we're doing it. So in terms of like what you meant, like but the, the glass ceiling. So yeah. remember, I said that we're storytellers. And yeah. If you look at our ads, we treat them like short films. Right? Exactly. Because I look, always looked at all right. So if I meet you today, and then I'm like, I got a story to tell you. Right. Yeah. Oh, I want to tell you something that happened on the way here. Yeah. How long is it going to take me for me to narrate what happened? I'll be like, yo, father, you don't. <laughs> I woke up in the morning and I did this and that and that. And I met this dude. He punched me. And I'm able to tell you a full story in about 15 seconds. Yeah. So 30 seconds to one minute. It's ample time for you to, to tell a story. Yeah. So that's what we do in ads. Now, we tell these little stories. In thirty seconds to a minute. Yeah, that films. sounds that sounds super stressful. But I mean, you you guys have had a lot of practice over the mm. years. You you've become essentially masters at your craft. Mm, really. Yeah. And 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 so let's let's take this conversation to a bit of a darker place. Mm. I, I would ask you, um, what has been the biggest challenge your studio has faced since its inception? 
Uh, it's first it was getting people to believe in animation because it's really like a very niche and, market. And and by people, do you mean the consumers or everyone. the client? Everyone. Ah, everyone. It's to to get everyone to accept animation is really difficult because yeah. like of the way that it's treated. Um, that was the biggest task. Um, I'd say we relatively had great success in getting people to believe in that. Yeah. The second one was making it, turning it into a business that people <laughs> would actually give you money for. Yeah. You know, and we were able to also do that, but it was very difficult. It took, yeah. Remember I said like broken skin. <laughs> uh, I still am skinny, but I was skinnier. And less um, broke now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that was difficult. Yeah. Um, and then after we were able to kind of tick those little boxes, yeah. it's finding artists. Really difficult. Finding artists is really, really difficult. Like um, you have a lot of work that needs to be done, and you have just few guys in the studio. And yeah. You put out an open call, it's either you don't get a response, and even if you do, it's not good enough. So yeah. finding artists, and then the last one is staying relevant, staying on top of the game, and staying better than your previous work. That's mm -hmm. very stressful. Yeah. You know, it's like. You have all this. You have all these things that you've released over the years, right? Yeah. And that people know you for, and then you have a client that you've trained to to take good work, yeah. and then they keep on wanting you to turn out good work, and you get so exhausted, <laughs> you know. And that's when skill comes in, not creativity, because skill is what you're able to do when even when you even when you're not creative, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. So you gotta still be able to. To, to knock on that ceiling and say, yo, I'm about to break it, yeah. even though I, I feel low. So I guess it's... It's, it's a combination. It's, yeah, it's a combination. Nature. But I think the, the, the worst thing is just getting fatigued, man. You get tired over time, especially if you turn it into a business. You get tired of the emails and all that stuff. So I guess that's the darkest. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that is the darkest. I, I kind of relate with what you're saying because you do these things out of passion and love. Yeah. And and trust me, you know what? Okay, very few people are passionate about emails and, and chasing <laughs> yeah. after money. You know, yeah, <laughs> it's it's not a good picture. It's not. So it's it's and and many times that becomes some of the stuff that takes up more of your time, even mm. than animating itself. And yeah, it's what makes like entrepreneurship so difficult. Yeah, that it's no longer just you having fun. It's, it's yeah. a lot more bookkeeping and and, and yeah and, and other things. You gotta. Yeah, and the other part is that is what we talked about. You mentioned bookkeeping; that's amazing because yeah. like that's one thing that a lot of people fail at as artists. You know, yeah. keeping your paperwork <laughs> in order—that's very stressful, and it stops yeah. being a passion at some point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So another thing that really fascinated me when we spoke to years ago is you—you you mentioned uh, that the animation industry was basically non-existent you know it wasn't an industry per se is that still true in three years later is that still the same or has something changed i'll uh, still argue that it's not an industry as yet i'll yeah. still say it's a growing community because i'm happy with what i'm seeing in groups and stuff like that there's so many groups that are popping up and uh Companies are now taking animation seriously, and yeah. studios that are opening, you know, with relative success. But I still am not confident that it's an industry. Yeah. It's still a community. Yeah. So I don't think that I, I don't I, I don't believe that it's an industry yet because we don't have a net value. 
That's exactly what you said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can quantify, you know, our industry in monetary terms. Like, animation industry is making this much. So, I just call it a community. It's yeah. people doing it's something. People yeah. doing something they love. Yeah. No, that's fantastic still. Um, and, and more to your work. What is the least enjoyable aspect of animation? The process itself? And what is the most enjoyable aspect? I it's, that's that's a tricky one because it depends on it depends on the person. I'd say yeah, yeah for you, <laughs> oh, for me. Yeah, for you. Of course, um, it's never gonna be unless wow. you guys as animators have something you all hate. But yeah, <laughs> I, there's nothing about it that I don't like. Really, it's fantastic. It's weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I was going to say rigging, but then I forgot that that the time where I really enjoy rigging when I. Because like that's the process of making giving something the ability to move. Ah, okay. You know, it could yeah. be quite tedious if you don't know what you're doing. And confirm you do that on a frame by frame basis. That's like, animation. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Rigging is done <laughs> once, but it's very technical. Okay. It's extremely technical. And since you said me pers- yeah. personally, there's nothing that I really hate because like I've been doing it for quite some time. Yeah. So now I very much enjoy it. So I would say for me, this is something that. Well, I actually hate the things that are outside animation. That's talking to the client and getting them emails, the idea, <laughs> yeah, and coming up with a concept. But once we start the process through to the end, you I enjoy like the it. whole thing, and that's then fantastic. handing over. And maybe the least enjoyable is getting to wait to see people's reaction. They might hate. <laughs> they might hate it. Yeah, but apart from that, I enjoy it. Yeah, I think that is though the the double edged sword of being like an artist is you get to create all these fascinating things, but on the other uh, on the other end of that sword is it might just not like resonate with people, right? Yeah, and you've put in hundreds of hours. Yeah, people, people <laughs> and people are just like the Twitter. What? The Twitter verse is amazing. It's a brutal place. It's a brutal <laughs> yeah, place to be. I don't was, see many artists there, though. Yeah, we once released uh, a teaser that we did for Zol. Yeah. And people just started roasting the character's feet. You know, and that's right, just... And that's so specific. That's like, come on, guys, it's <laughs> on feet. So that, I guess that that's the part that I don't specific. like. But I enjoy it because when they were roasting the feet, I just started seeing it. I was like, all right, fix the feet next time. So, yeah, I guess. The silver lining. Mm. <laughs> So now I'm going to take you back to that and this will really be like us like closing off our mm-hmm. conversation and I'll take you back to the start. When we spoke back in 2018, you said um, your room was extremely important to you at the start. Why was that so? My what? Your room, your bedroom. My bedroom? Yeah. Yes, the, the, <laughs> the bedroom was extremely important because I mean a lot of us start from there. And I'm going to talk specifically for artists more than we start there because like that's when you get to really talk to yourself and that's the most comfortable place. You know, you you know, you get to spend a lot of time in your room. We never get out of our room. And the room for me is where you're made, you know, because that's when you're most comfortable and that's when you get to really face who you are. And that's when you really get the guts to do certain things without nobody judging you, you know, and that's for me that's i would say that's really where i was built and then everything else was layered when i left the bedroom and then this kind of the space that we're in the studio right now became my second room because of many nights that i get to sleep in this room (laughs) i can see this couch it looks like it's been slept on yeah (laughs) like because like you're you're working 
some crazy hours, right? Yeah. And you don't yeah. have time to leave and go home, and then and you sometimes you gotta monitor something and some yeah. like that. So it's like whatever I was doing in that bedroom when I was starting as an artist, I'm still, still doing, doing it the, there. the same here. You know, there, there were times pre-COVID that artists were sleeping in the studio. Yeah. Because like it's just a lot of work and we enjoy it so much that we don't want to leave. So you get to just shacking on the couch. Yeah. You know, so but it, the room em- embodies the whole element of like just moving my position can can alter my inspiration. True. You know, like if somebody just comes <laughs> in and then closes the curtain, it might actually just put me off like the setup it was like just so exactly, it's just right the, you've disturbed the exactly, harmony. Exactly, the harmony like, <laughs> um before we 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 wrap up, uh, I feel like we have to talk about COVID nineteen. <laughs> um, what has that done for for your your you mentally and for the studio? What has that What has the impact been? It, at first, it was no great impact, and I'll say twenty twenty people were just. Unanimously singing that 2020 was a bad year. Yeah. I say, yeah, relatively it was, but yeah. for us it was, was it was okay. Yeah, you know, it it showed corporates and companies that how necessary we are because people couldn't go out to film, so if they wanted an ad. Oh. we were here so on the line. Exactly, <laughs> we were there to deliver. So, you know, it was really good for us, um, but the painful part was just not working as a team because as artists we feed off each other's energy it's so yeah. amazing yeah you know because like you see like right now like it's just me in the studio right there's supposed to be other people in here yeah, yeah. and it's so heartbreaking that somebody's working from somewhere and if they run out of inspiration or they have a creative block there's sometimes you can do yeah there's not much they can do they can just probably take a walk or something like that but you know back in the day you know, Called them the heydays. <laughs> we used to just sit there and just have a chat outside under the tree yeah. and just talk about girls, talk about cars and stuff like that. And that that was just stripped away from us. It was extremely, extremely heartbreaking. And coming in this year, you know, business hasn't been really good. Yeah. You know, for obvious reasons, we in such in such a good place. And yeah, now you add COVID on top of that, and then you add animation. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> it's like super like, niche. Yeah, super niche. Like, it's the first thing that people want to throw out the window. So you got to find ways to make it a necessity. So COVID yeah. really struck us on that. Yeah. The second year now. So the like second it lasted a bit year. Too long. Yeah, just, yeah, we thought, because usually we do have a dry spell yeah. at the beginning of the month. But usually around April, May, everything's you now could. shooting and until we get to like doing Christmas ads, which we really do enjoy. Yeah. But this year, like it's it's been really. I mean, we are gliding. Yeah. Like we're not flying, but right. we're definitely not falling. That's uh, good. Well, so <laughs> that's what COVID did for us. But for me, I guess the worst thing that it really did for us is just exploded the studio in the case that it just redistributed everybody back to their bedrooms. Yeah. And people are not liking that. Like our artists here, some of them got really depressed. Like yeah, like depression, yeah. like actual depression. And you'd, you'd get a phone call from like one of your artists saying, can I just come hang out at the studio? Yeah. You know, because they're not used to that whole solitary thing. Confinement. Yeah, the sense <laughs> of confinement. Yeah, so, it, yeah, the mental the mental health aspect of it. It was, well, really, it was tough. Yeah, it was really crushing. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope we cross that bridge soon. 
I really do. I hope uh, COVID is gone soon. But you know, this has been like a super fascinating conversation, mm. and that's what I love about like sitting down and talking to you. Is every time we talk, it really feels like it, it's just one of those conversations where you're like, damn, that was yeah. a good conversation. That was a good conversation. It, it leaves you. It leaves you looking forward to work. Exactly, mm. that's how I would describe it. It, it. it motivates me to go out and do something. I'm sure you get that same energy mm. as well. And so, you know, like, thanks for, for having me and, you know, like, having this on tape. And, and so we talk and we inspire future generations, current generations, all of that, man. Absolutely, no problem, man. It's, um, it's a pleasure. Great. Because I always like to give back to the community as best as I can. I might not be able to answer whatsapps as <laughs> as frequent as possible I know, like that's I know a, how you feel <laughs> yeah that's a tricky one because like you know like I, I do get a lot of people just texting me and just asking about all these things and it's really difficult for me to to always have this conversation like on whatsapp with everyone yeah but at least like having an interview yeah, like, have with like you this. like this yeah this is just amazing because like you can just say hey just go watch this video <laughs> Cool, we talked about a lot of things but thank you man thanks very much thanks so much man. no problem we'll do this again and and hopefully we'll do this after there's a feature length film and we're yeah. talking and we're going in on that let's let's call on the universe let's pray that that happens soon Fantastic. otherwise we're gonna have to wait for a very long time <laughs> well i mean we've waited for three years and it doesn't feel like three years it doesn't well i mean maybe it is that whatsapp thing where yeah I see your statuses, you see mine, and you know this guy exists, and we talk on occasion, and yeah. you know, so it, so it becomes that. I'm but happy. Yeah, I'm happy. Thank you for swinging by the studio. We'll do it and again. hopefully next time, hopefully next time you'll be interviewing more than just me, because I don't... Yeah, I, I really wanted the team to be here, so we could yeah. get like a group pick and all that, and yeah. having their perspective as well, because all you guys do, like, you handle different parts of the process. Yeah. And and so And just also that I don't seem like a dictator. So they no, they're happy here. And everyone was like, no, we're yeah, not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So No man, I remember last time I met uh, Will. I remember Will very yeah. vividly because I met him at comic stores as well. But yeah. It was a bunch of other guys as well. I mean, we can always have their pictures embedded and whatnot and mm. you know, like just have them recognized as well because it, it really yeah. is a team effort, you know. Yeah, because I look like I mean, a big team. Like that's I, I guess it's how big team. is the team now? Last time it was eight, seven, I think, when I came. Yeah, so, we're sitting about twelve, thirteen now, and hopefully by the end of that's almost double. That's great. Yeah, I mean, hopefully that's by the great. end of uh, the first quarter, we should be going up to twenty, twenty plus. So I'll just say this on the record: we're gonna be pulling out an open call. So get your portfolios ready, guys. <laughs> we need you working here. Fantastic, man. That's yeah. that's a fantastic way to end the conversation. It's like, <laughs> I'm hiring. <laughs> yeah, you're, we're basically hiring. So, yeah, so just send your showreels and uh, I guess you'll see that call when it happens. All the best for the rest of the year, man. Thanks right, so thanks, much. Thanks, man. Thanks for that.